Lady Ada, what is this? Hey, everybody, and welcome to Show and Tell. It's me, Lady Ada, with me, Mr. Lady Ada, and we've got a few Ada Fruiters here. We're going to be checking yeah. in with people. What are you up to? 3D printing, soldering, coding, woodworking? We want to see it. Uh, come by on StreamYard, and we're on Discord. Yeah. And then we're going to hang out for the next 20 minutes or so. So We're in all these places. And we do this every single week. So if you're working on a project, can't get to it this week, that's no problem. Every single Wednesday, one of us, some of us, a few of us are here, and we do show and tell, the longest running show and tell on planet Earth. Okay, right, we're going to start off with Liz, and then we're going to go to Aaron, and then we'll go to Guy, and then uh, Guy has screen there. All right, Liz, what you got going on this week? Hello, uh, I have a cat winning. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> yeah, I'll be talking good about, work. <laughs> maybe I'll be talking about a prototype I'm going. Uh, so I've got a prop maker feather, um, a, a real time clock module over Stemma, a speaker, NeoPixels, and a button. Uh, and what I'm doing is I'm working on a remake of the talking Adabot uh, clock, which yeah. uh, Phil B did, which is really awesome, um, but using Arduino and a bunch of shields and everything. So uh, we thought it'd be cool to try to do a prop maker version. So Yeah, when... that was hard to do back then. Yes, yeah. Uh, so, and I actually thought this code would take me a while just looking at it. But um, basically, it's keeping the time with the real-time clock module. And when I press the button, hopefully we'll be able to hear... The time is 7.32 p.m. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and so there's all these really great wave files that uh, Philby had that's in Adabot's voice. Um, and I can use the real-time clock module to look up basically the name of the wave file and kind of make yeah. this array so it'll play through them um, and then clear it out every time you press the button. And so in the final build, uh, when it's off the breadboard, it'll be um, 3D print of Adabot's wonderful blocky head. Uh, with a button speaker, um, some NeoPixels to light up his mouth when he's speaking, um, and it'll be a fun little build for folks. Yay! That's exactly yeah. one of the projects for um, the prop maker is an animatronic, you know, talking clock, because yes. people can record their own wave files. They can uh, make the clock look like anything they want, and a clock's useful. You can have it, you know, only do top of the hour every 15 minutes. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, we're going to show... Um, well, we're going to talk about your guide, plural guides, plural. Um, I think this week um, you worked on a um, Docker guide yes. as well. Yeah. I was going to ask right before we went live. I was asking you about that because we had to do some Docker stuff a million years ago for like machine learning stuff. Um, but this was the first time you used uh, Docker to get Linux to work on an ESP thirty-two S3. Yes. Yeah. So um, I took uh, the Docker file that Lady Ada had written um, for the stream um, to get it running on the new Metro ESP32 S3. Uh, so I wrote up a guide um, walking you how to do it, how to install Docker. Um, I also included like a test Docker file that just opens up a Ubuntu machine and opens up terminal so folks can kind of get used to it. Um, then how to do the Docker file that Lady Ada wrote, um, how to load everything onto the ESP32 S3. And then um, if you want to customize stuff, you can use stuff in this thing called build root um, when you're setting up the Linux kernel and file system and you can like customize a host name and things and then recompile. Uh, so I walked through all that in the guide. So if you saw um, Lady Ada working on that, um, you can try it out for yourself. Uh, and Docker's really cool. I personally run Windows um, and I'll use WSL, uh, Windows subsystem for Linux uh, to sometimes do stuff, but sometimes it can be a little tricky. So um, I, I'm really excited about using Docker for toolchain stuff in the future. I think it's a really useful tool for folks. Yeah, it's gotten better over time too. Like there's a lot of neat things and we were joking around. It's like, it's so hard to set up some tool chains. It's like, okay, I got 
set up just how I want. I, I would like to ship my computer to you because like it, it's like Jenga. Like you can't pull out any piece. Especially with like Python setup, it's so easy to just like wreck everything. Yes. Um, So I think this will be neat because Linux on a microcontroller um, is really cool and interesting. The 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 world that that's in sometimes a little gatekeeping. It's hard to um, get in, uh, especially when you're a beginner. And I think this will this will help people like oh I just want to kind of do this, and what can I get done and a few minutes and then learn from there not just like oh no yeah basically all the random googling i was doing um <laughs> in compilation with um Lee's stream and there was a really good video but from scott hanselman on docker um is compiled into this guide so yeah not have to do that random googling. it's funny what a full circle so scott hanselman's been on our show we're tight with got great advocate at microsoft for developers and more um and he just Sent me a text the other day, like one of the articles that we did. I'm just like, cool. Um, so it's an ecosystem. Okay, well, thank you so much, Liz. Thanks, Liz. Good check in. All right. Erin, you have such a cool project this week. And a great new workshop. Yeah, what you got going on? Uh, I am working on, or I just finished up this little build of Figma the Dragon. This used to be a Teddy Ruxpin. Yes. So uh, Teddy Ruxpin was a toy from the 1980s that they re-released in 2017, but it's got a cool little animatronics module. And it is happens to be the exact same size as Figment the Dragon. So yeah. I have a baby niece who's two years old and is super into dragons. <laughs> um, so um, the engineers figured Adafruit learned to hack this thing and update the, the files and everything on it. So this week, my new project is how to do this. So I'll turn them on and see if he'll talk to us. Hello, Billy. Hello, Daisy. <laughs> Would you like to hear a story? And then uh, I have little pads in his paws that'll start the different stories. Hi, yeah. Billy and Daisy. It's your grandmas, Grandma Bonnie and Grandma Ruthie. We're going to read you some fun stories. So I got my mom to record this from her RV. She's RVing in Alaska right now, like a crazy person, which is fantastic. <laughs> um, sent me the, the file. And then they also have a grandpa who lives in Australia. So if I push his other hand, it'll land down under where kangaroos hop and kookaburras laugh in the gum tree's top. Live creatures unique, full of life and zest in a tale of friendship we're about to invest. So yeah, the uh, Australian <laughs> grandpa sent this. I uh, He didn't know what to write. And for the longest time, he was just not sending me anything. So I went on uh, chat GPT and I typed in, hey, write me a 800 word story about two little girls called Billy and Daisy who meet Australian animals. And uh, it sent me back this amazing rhyming story and I sent it to him just via email and he just sent me a text file and uh, read it in his lovely Australian accent. So uh -huh. it's all a story about all the little uh, animals in Australia meeting Billy and Daisy and uh, now they get to hear their grandpa and grandma's voices whenever they want. Yeah, this is so a cool neat. project. Yeah, one of the things that we wanted to do was have parents grandparents, aunts, uncles, wh whoever's around a kid to be able to record their voice and put it on an animatronic uh, figure, that's really hard to do. And these Teddy Ruxpins, there's um, landfills full of them, or <laughs> essentially they're, they're available. They're, you can get them for like 20 bucks on eBay. They're really cheap. And um, we're in New York City, there's a Build-A-Bear. And I was like, well, the Build-A-Bears are kind of even the same size. And then we were talking about Figment, and I think, you, or, or you had a figment or something, you're like, oh, this is the same. Something came up with figment because we're figment fans. 
And so this is a really um, neat project, and it's a shame that toy manufacturers, there's no reason for the Teddy Ruxpin to be as encrypted and as hard to deal well, with. Well, it's funny in the story, like there are all these other stories, but the company that sold the app is out of business. Yeah. So like you can't unlock the other stories anyway. So if you want to do more than just the basic three stories, you have to record your own. And what a neat thing for um, family members to be able to uh, do this. And then you'll have someone maybe a little bit more technical in the family, like Aaron, it's like, oh, I can get your, here's a story. I get your voices. You send it to me, record it on your phone, whatever. And then you can put it on, um, here and then it does all the, the the mouthing and stuff like that. What a neat, what a neat. Yeah, Jepler, Jepler wrote the code behind this. So uh, yeah. this was a team effort. Jepler's not here because uh, he's got uh, a project for next week, maybe. But you know, this was a big collaborative project we had. Um, I did some work on this. Jepler did like yeah. this final version. Um, you know, Philby is always doing eye stuff, and I think he also had some suggestions about how to do the eyeball motion. Yeah, and then was, Antonio, who does our iOS development, Android hacking. There he was, did, he's the one who finally yeah. figured out the decoding thing. So it's Hydra, like <laughs> there's Ghidra. Ghidra. Ghidra hacking. I, have to, I actually have to publish the guide I wrote about on how yeah. I did the reverse engineering, or how we did the reverse engineering, and I'll, I'll publish that too. But I'm, I'm glad that we have this how-to guide. Yeah, this stuff was started in May. Like May, yeah. I remember like May fifth. That was like I gotta figure out how to do this. Yeah. So, I'm glad it's so um, you know, folks will start to see this uh, guide and probably the video. eBay still. I was checking today. You can get a Teddy Ruxpin, these Bluetooth ones that have like this USB drive functionality. Um, and the and they're a like, blob on the inside. You can for, easily fit it to like, anything. Yeah, for like the electronics alone are like hundred plus dollars for like twenty bucks shipped. So um, get them all you can. Yeah, it's cheaper. It definitely like even the memory stick inside and the LED, uh, you know, the TFT eyes. Yeah. You can build it for cheaper than you can just get off the shelf. Right. So great build, good work, Aaron. Yay. Thanks so much, Aaron. Best auntie ever. <laughs> all right, guy and guy screen. What you got going on? Oh yes, um, months after first going down the USB host wormhole which i i blame you all for, <laughs> for, for sending me down uh but this is this is my effects pedal which is you see two copies of now um it is an effects pedal for keyboards and mice so you plug a usb keyboard into one side and then the other side has USB C output and that goes to your computer and i have written a number of effects for hid processing so um all, all of the effects are, are kind of tied to classic audio effects. Um, so I wrote a reverb for your mouse, so you can kind of send your mouse sailing across <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, the screen. Um, I'll, I'll it demo awful. it. It like just shakes everything and like. Yeah, um, I did. I did a yeah distortion, so it adds noise, and then um, the opposite. I have a noise filter, which the day I implemented, you all talked about, I think it was on desk of or something talked about doing an HID remapper where, you know, you were filtering it, like doing a low pass, uh, filter on motion. I was like, it's, it's a sign. Yes, um, examples that we, we serendipity yeah. with a lot of this yeah. stuff we usually work on. Yeah. Um, so I'll do, I'm just going to demo one of the effects really quick. Yeah. So I have, you want the screen up still? Yeah, this you're gonna look at the mouse cursor here. Oh, so cool. this is this is my favorite one. It's the um, the mouse. It's a looper. So if you know what a looper pedal is, you record so you know on a guitar, you would record something, um, and you would hit a button, and that part would keep playing over and over in the background, and then you could play stuff over it. Um, so this is a mouse looper. So what I'm gonna do is turn it on. 
Um, and when I hold the right mouse key, it's going to start recording. And when I let go, it's going to start playing it back. So I'm just going to draw a circle with the mouse. And now I'm hands-free, and you can see it going. That's too fun. Uh, and then I can adjust with the knob. I can adjust the speed. I can go direction is backwards. Um, I think some companies in. monitor their employees. I guess you could use this to make it seem like you're still at your desk. That 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 may have been brought up in the in the YouTube video. <laughs> um, yeah, and then the keyboard, you can do stuff like um, delay. So you hit a key, and it'll it'll keep typing it for you. Um, which, with some folks mentioned, like might actually be useful if you're if you're playing with like Macs or some other uh, digital audio stuff, um, mm -hmm. you know, and you don't have a MIDI keyboard, um, you can you can use this. So there's a whole bunch of effects. I'll put the link in the um, in the Discord, uh, and then I just want to show to the uh, the circuit board. Um, it was really fun. I like. Oh, nice. I'm just getting comfortable with mechanical stuff, so it was really nice. I I got it all on one board holds it all in place except for the foot switch. Um, and then I have the two little USB, the um, like the caps for the jacks. Uh, I just 3D printed them. They came out really uh, nice in like a oh. PETG. And they actually screw in, you can see in this one, I put threaded uh, inserts on the PCB so that the, the jacks go in the side and then you screw them in from the bottom so they stay in, which is, which is kind of nifty. Um, yeah, I, I I had a tremendous amount of fun with it, and I, I actually I used Circuit Python for like for bring up. So just you know, I, I have the Circuit Python just light the LED and confirm the yeah. everything works. And um, you can actually I have a Circuit Python implementation of a MIDI controller, so you can use it without any input. You can just plug this into your computer, and it's now it's just a MIDI foot switch. Um, so reprogrammable, you can do whatever you want with it. This is great. Okay, um, someone in the chat was mentioning, um, I think we've talked about this before, uh, guitar pedal boxes are really strong for enclosures. Yeah. If you're looking for a super strong enclosure uh, for your electronics project, um, and they're you know pretty standard, and people have a lot of footprints for them, and you know literally, and, and also in the CAD world, um, you could probably build off a lot of things that are already out there. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, and I actually, I, got the, I should mention, I got these uh, CNC'd and printed um, by this guy out in Oregon. Uh, his company's Amplify Fun, um, and his prices were like awesome. Like I, I literally I did the math, and by I did the math, I actually paid for both things. Um, like it was cheaper to have him source the pedals, cut them, and print them than for me to get the stuff to screen print and yeah. like and drill and stuff. So uh, highly highly recommend looking around for options um, yeah. like that too. This is rad. Like the nice work. Hidden agenda. This is yeah. The art looks great. There's a snake on it with a light. This is, <laughs> this is really cool. All right. Thanks. Well, um, if you remember, um, you can drop a note to, I guess, me if you want ptdatafruit.com. If you want, if you want anything CircuitPython related in our Python hardware newsletter coming up, if we already haven't covered yeah, it. Yeah, we have. Uh, oh yeah, it came in the it came in the last one. Amazon on it. Okay, great. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Thank All right. You thank you so much. Yeah, this is an awesome project. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, thank you so much, everybody. We're going to wrap up now and start on um, uh, finishing <laughs> Asking an Engineer. Um, it's a production, so we have a bunch of stuff to do. It's nice to get out a couple minutes early to um, uh, get the screens and the keyboards and the, all the things and the video. And uh, it's like a, a little 
production that we do. Uh, so we'll see everybody uh, next week. Liz is hosting next week. Thanks, Liz. Um, thanks in advance, Liz. Every single week, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, show and tell. Ask an engineer starts in a couple minutes. We'll see everybody next week. Bye-bye.